tell them it's all for the broken. 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 Tell them it's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all broken. Boy, look around and need hope. No question about it. Well, 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 we're back once again at Healing Broken Souls. I'm Benny Powell, Pastor of Greatest Second Missionary Baptist Church, and I have with me my dear friend. John Boynowski, and I'm the pastor at Solid Rock Church of Warren. All right. We're going to uh, make a detour in a, in a way here today. Uh, I am very proud to say that my colleague here, Mr. Uh, pastor John Boynowski, is a published author, and he has written the book. Amen. He's written the book, Unlossable Love, No Matter How Hard You Try. And it is through what publisher, John? EA Books. EA Books. So what we're going to do um, is talk a little about the book today because one thing that I have done so far, I've, I've, I've read the book and I've beginning to see the, the value of the book. So we really want John to start us off by first uh, telling us why he wrote the book. Well, whenever I heard the term unlossable love, uh, every molecule in my body was energized and the hair on my body all over was standing up. Um, I was at a foster parent support group. I was leading the group that evening and one of the foster parents had said those those terms and I automatically God was like pay attention and so when she started talking about it, I said time out can 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 I ask you to repeat that and she told me what it was and I said what does that mean and she went on to tell me what it means and I said I need your permission right now to use those words I'm going to capitalize on them if I can. I want to take and write an article about it. I know it's going to be like a sermon series, and it may probably be a book. And she was like, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't think she realized that I was serious. So what really made you gravitate to that, that, that statement, unlossable love? What, what did it do to you? When I heard it, God was like, I need you to pay attention to this because I'm going to show you the rest of me. Okay. We, we, we hear of God's uh, agape love, mm -hmm. the unconditional love that he has for us. But in today's world and our mindsets, you know, we always have conditions on that love. You know, he loves us as long as we're doing good. And when we're not doing good, we feel that God wants to kick us to the curb. And that unlossable love... And she gave me an example of her foster child that she was working with. Um, she had done something wrong. And long story short, you know, she looked at this foster child and said, Honey, you know, I'm not sending you back into the foster system. I'm going to keep you here. You, you have my unlossable love. That means that no matter what you do, I'm not going to love you any less. If nothing else, I'm going to love you even more. Because that's what you need. Okay. And just for clarification, who is she? Okay. I'm going to give you her pen name. Mm -hmm. It's Beatrice Foster. Okay. Okay. Um, she asked me to keep her anonymous. Okay. And, and so, I mean, she's all, all great about it, and, and she's the co-author with me. But, um, 
you know, she went on to say that I'm, I'm going to love you through this. And that totally blew her mind that, you know, because when you're in the foster system, you know, you get used to, well, if you make a mistake, they're going to ship you off to another foster home or they're going to ship you off to boys or girls school or juvie or whatever. Um, and that captivated me okay. because, you know, we look at ourselves and, and we ourselves impose this thing on ourselves of forgiving ourselves or allowing ourselves to be able to have a love. You know, we, we've been told all of our lives that, you know, I love you only if you do this or, you know, you feel this way about me, where, and especially with God's unlossable love, it's not conditional. It's given, period. Okay. And the one thing that I, I definitely want to make sure we touch on is some of the titles of your chapters in here. Um, one of them starts out, How Unlossable Love Can Be. Uh, and then the other one that stood out to me is, is Mankind Capable of Unlossable Love. And I see that you put some very, very deep thought into some of these and of, of course it has a lot of theological backing behind it and premise and but so you know when you look at these and as you were going through trying to uh, decide how you're going to uh, partition these these chapters what were you thinking well whenever the concept first came to me you know um, God just opened up my heart and mind to just flow and and what I mean by that is you know, I kind of thought of what do I, what does the world need to hear? What what do I need to hear? You, you asked me, Johnny, why'd you write the book? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it's because I'm being the voice of everybody else, and I'm doing it for this, I'm doing it for that. And you're like, Johnny, why did you mm -hmm. write the book? Yeah, absolutely. And I found out that it was a form of therapy for me, not in the sense of me needing to be healed, but being able to understand how I was healed. Okay? Um, I've been using unlossable love practically all my life. You know, loving unconditionally, that it doesn't stop when you make a mistake, because all of us have fallen short and come sh short of the glory of God. Right. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's unlossable. Mm-hmm. And even when we make our mistakes, and, and I look at Peter when he denied Jesus, knowing Jesus, three times that night, and that rooster crowed, and he wept bitterly. Mm -hmm. I was Peter mm -hmm. so many times in my life for so many different reasons. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jesus comes back to reinstate Peter and, and you know, but even before he did it, he says, look, Peter, you know, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I've prayed for you. Mm -hmm. And when you return, that means he already knew he was going to be what God himself had told Peter he was going to be, the rock mm -hmm. on which the church will be built upon. You know, Peter lost all that sight when he denied him. And Jesus wanted to remind him, look, I don't love you less. Now, let's move forward to become what you need to be. Okay. So when, when people go out and they get the book, uh, what do you want them to, to get from the book? Whether they're in the church, out the church, they're walking down the street, and, or they're just uh, surfing the web and they come across your book. What is your biggest hope for them? 
with this book? I hope they find hope. Okay. I hope they find that they are lovable, regardless of where they are and what they've done in life. Um, all of us, as I said, have, have sinned. You know, I preach from the pulpit time and time again. I am like Peter, or not Peter, but Paul, the chief of sinners, mm-hmm. where I the things I want to do, I don't do, and the things I don't want to do, I end up doing. And, you know, I have to put in the mindset of what Christ says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And there's nothing that will separate us from the love of God. You know, he says, not principalities, not demons, not this, not that, can separate us. Not even hell. I mean, people die and, and go to hell doesn't stop God from loving them. But you gotta you you gotta realize that we live in a world where people uh, is they're not finding any love, they're not seeing any love. I mean, look at our politics, look at uh, uh, our schools, look at our uh, the homes that many people live in. They're not seeing that love. So how how is this book gonna help them? Okay, so I'm gonna answer that question this way. Remember when Jesus was walking on water mm-hmm. and the boat was in the midst of a storm mm-hmm. and you have Peter saying, is that you, Lord? Call me out. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, come. And Peter got out of that boat, and he started walking. And as long as he kept his eyes fixated on Jesus, he was doing great. It was when he looked at the storm, and he allowed the fear to enter. This book is hopefully, hopefully going to remove that, that storm aspect away from them, to be able to say, I can see Jesus's love for me. I can see that I am lovable. I can see that God loves me and how others love me. Now, your book is an easy read, okay? And the one thing I I really liked about it is how easy it was to read. Um, So when you find uh, someone and you can say, hey, this book is good enough for anybody that, that can put some syllables together or whatever the case is, you won't be struggling through it. It, It'll do what for them? Okay. So the way that God had me write this book was that it would have those people who are theological and and all of this high education stuff, it will challenge them. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, people who maybe be illiterate or something along those lines where they they may perceive themselves to be less much less than that that they can get an understanding and say yeah i i can get this you know it's it's not all the psychological terminologies and everything it's just basic common sense okay now i'm gonna ask a question that everybody's gonna ask is this real word unlossable love a real word yes and no so I, I look at the word unlossable, and when I first heard it, you know, I assumed that it was a word. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why it was entitled Unlossable Love. And so when people look at it, you know, and I put this out, I, I belong to a Writers for Writers uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and when I put it out, half of the people were like, this is great, this is wonderful. Yes, unlossable is a word. If you Google it, unlossable will pop up. But the way I had it spelled So you're before, telling me if I go to Google, this word unlossable is going to show up? It can show up, yes. Okay. It does. However, people say, that's not a word, and you're, you're, 
you know, looking at people and saying they're not intelligent enough to understand that that's not a real word. And I'm sitting there as a writer saying, okay, so as a writer, you know, we have people writing fantasy and they're creating all these new names and terminologies. You know, you have pharmacists coming up with all these wacko words for their medication and everything. So why not you? Huh? So I'm like, why can't I get in on it? All right. So tell me how this book will help those that are um, pastors, lay ministers, uh, uh, encouragers, uh, anyone that really needs something to help somebody with. First and foremost, it's very positive. It's, it's a positive motivation. Um, many of us pastors, you know, if, if you go on to the website Pastors for Pastors, you'll see how many pastors are actually suffering mm -hmm. and feeling lost and lonely and unloved and, and everything else. I mean, you hear all the different stuff that's going on. When you look at this book, you get a chance to see that anybody, anybody can be lovable, mm -hmm. can have love, and how that love transforms a life. You, you, you stop and think. The woman that was at the well in John chapter 4, mm -hmm. you know, she was the scourge of the town. She went, she went to the well, and all of a sudden, um, what took place was, you know, she was a Samaritan. They shouldn't be socializing with them. You know, Jesus was a Jew. Um, it was, she was a person of ill repute, so forth and so on. And when she realized that Jesus loved her and stopped and, and cared for her, it transformed her life. And she took it to the town that she was from and transformed all of their lives just because one person believed in her. So as we come to the close of this, um, we're talking about the book, Unlossable Love, no matter how hard you try. Um, where, do, where does John Boynowski, Pastor John Boynowski, go from here? What, what's in his future? Whatever God has in store. I mean, I'm going to continue writing books. I've been writing all my life. I've written articles and had many of those published. Um, I have several books that I've already written that I'm going to work on getting published as well. But what I'm hoping is that God will continue to use me as being a voice for the people, being a tool, touching on the subjects that nobody wants to talk about, and being able to bring it out in the light so that they can have that good conversation and find the healing and restoration in their brokenness. All right, so this is Benny Powell, pastor of Greater Second Baptist Church, along with Pastor John Bornowski from uh, Solid Rock Church of Warren. Solid Rock Church of Warren, talking about the book Unlossable Love. No matter how hard you try, go out, get it. It's a great book. It's a good read, and it will help. Well, we thank you, and God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Tell them it's all for the broken, it's all for the broken 
It's your for the broken. It's your for the broken. Tell him it's your for the broken. Yeah. It's your for the broken. Yeah. It's your for the broken. Yeah. It's your for the broken. Boy, look around and need hope. No question about it. Can't get around the whole world around us. Need hope. No escaping battle. Let's talk about it. We.